The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. I got questions I can't ask you, Pete. This is yeah. terrible. Pete Lee is where? Where is Pete playing? It's the Tempe Improv. I don't even know where you were yet. I'm There's at the Tempe Improv. So many clubs at the Tempe Improv uh, this weekend. If you want to go, TempeImprov.com is where you see Mr. Pete Lee. Who, by the way, uh, I'm I'm Cupid. You're Cupid. I, I shot the arrow as you left last time you were here. Uh, you were a single swinging all over the place, you know, running yeah. up and down, uh, spreading STDs probably all over America. <laughs> and then Pete Lee meets his beloved lady the day you were here last the time. Day, yeah, so I came here a single man. I talked to you all about how excited I was about being single. I think I even, I was so single that I was like, I'm single. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was talking like Kool-Aid man. I'm like, I'm single. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. And then uh, that that's how good I am at being single. I was single for a day, I think. <laughs> right. I was, I was proud of it. Like, and so proud yeah. of it. I was just ready. Get to know myself. Did you get stay a, single for a while? Did you get a chance to take advantage of being single? Oh, yeah. I, I had sex with my now fiance. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? You yeah. didn't have like a like a, a just a mountain of nonsense of terrible decisions? Yeah. And then... I'm going to use the term of bevy. I had I had no bevy of... of be- Nothing. Yeah. I, I had one Scottsdale gal. I, ca- I call them Scots gals. Yeah. And uh, I, I had one of those hot Scottsdale gals. And uh, yeah. Yeah, she uh, she was it for me, and that was it. So you're you get out of a relationship, you look forward to being single, and the next girl that touches you, you're going to marry her. Oh yeah, but yeah. that's like, I mean, that's kind of my nature, you know. Like, like if you watch my stand up, like I'm like, oh, we made eye contact, we're yeah. married. <laughs> you're a you're a lover. She's into me. You're yeah. a romantic type. I am a romantic type, yeah. and yeah, she was. Uh, she like she's just she's the best. Yeah, uh, her name's Nicole. Uh, okay. She went to ASU. Uh, and did uh, you meet her at a show, or you meet her before the show? I met her at uh, at CB Live afterwards. So my friend Pat, who he's the CEO of Taser, which they're oh, yeah. they're based out of here. Like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, that's right. That's, yeah. that's their, I think that's their catchphrase. That's their catchphrase. So he uh, he brought a bunch of friends out to the show, and he brought Nicole with. And he's like, "Hey, you're single." He's like, "Nicole's single." He's like, "You got to meet Nicole." And he said it so many times that I was like, I don't know if I want to meet right. Nicole. Like, What's wrong with Nicole? He, yeah, he was overselling it. Right. And then I met her and I was like, oh my God, she, she's absolutely amazing. I'm so happy that I met Nicole. Like right away. Right away, I was like, like Dreamweaver played in my head. <laughs> you had it all. <laughs> it was, it was nuts. And uh, yeah, we, um, uh, I totally, you know, we had sex that night. The uh, first night, I know, sealed the deal. Nice. She is an ASU girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, oh yeah. It, 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 sex the first night, and then you were like, well, then we're gonna yeah, get married. Yeah. yeah. Then we're gonna get married. And Amazing. she's, she's not the typical uh, ASU girl because she's STD free. Oh yeah, and, that is an yeah. ASU. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, <laughs> she did her graduate work somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How about that? First yeah. day. Or she was a freshman. 
Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that could be. Oh. She, yeah, she's old enough, right? She's, yeah, I mean, I don't want to use the O word uh, to describe her, but she's she's in her 30s. I'm I'm 45. <laughs> uh, she's 33. So um, I have a joke in my act where I go, when people see us together, they're like, oh, that guy got, that that guy owns a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she's young and beautiful. And you're a handsome man. Well, thank you. I think you look good for your age. I, thank you. I'm a silver fox. I have a lot of silver in my beard, but she's like, she's 33 and she's she looks like she's probably like 26 oh, yeah. or something like that. So when people see us together, like there are definitely ladies of a certain maturity yeah. that hate look at me constantly. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like, what a scumbag. Yeah. You left the age appropriate. Yeah. And I don't know what that age appropriate level is. Is it like eight years, six years? Like, when do you breach that? I don't know. I mean, uh, I will say this. Like, it was, it wasn't. It's the disparity in age is not so great that her parents had an issue with it. There you go. Um, but we did her parents. They were renovating their condo in Tempe and they did move in with us for a little while. And I got to say, I have a lot in common with her parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you know, generationally, you're right. With watching programs. Yeah. <laughs> you just hide down. I'm talking to your dad. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I These had, kids today, your kids today, your kids today. I yeah. had this gig for Netflix that I worked with Jane Fonda and um, uh, oh god, why can't I think of her name? Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Jane go. Fonda and Lily. You Tomlin. are getting older. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm forgetting things, and it, it also is the I'm at the phase in the morning where my coffee is meeting my Ambien. <laughs> I'm starting. I'm starting to remember words, but uh, yeah, there's a tornado happening in my brain right now. <laughs> but uh, so I was at the dinner table with her and her with her and her parents, and I go, "Oh my god, I just got the email. I'm uh, I'm opening for Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda." And her parents go, "Oh my god!" And Nicole goes, "Oh!" oh. And we all turned to her and we go, "You have no idea yeah. who that is, yeah. right?" And she's like, "No idea, <laughs> none, uh, none." And Ouch. when I uh, when I did the program, she was sitting in the green room, and Jane Fonda came in while I went to the bathroom, and then she's just talking to Jane Fonda, and she's like, "Hey, have you met Jane?" And I was like, "Yeah, she's an Academy Award winning yeah. actress. She's absolutely amazing." From the family Fonda, she's yeah, she's yeah. a family Fonda. She's an icon. Yeah, and uh, and Nicole goes, "Oh, you're Jane Fonda. Okay." All right. And Jane Fonda had to look at her and go, I just want to hit her for some reason. <laughs> I think yeah. Jane Fonda liked her. No I, kidding. I think Jane yeah. Fonda was refreshing. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was did they sleep together the first day, too? They did. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. She's moved in. Yeah. yeah. And now Jane Fonda lives in Scottsdale half the time. That's what happens yeah. when you sleep with it's an ASU girl. Round robin all over. That's it. What did you do with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin? What so was that like? They they did this Netflix special that yeah. where they had comedians and um, so ever like when I'm not doing cool stuff, I do audience warm up as well. <laughs> so uh, audience warm up is where like all the people they go on camera and they do all this cool stuff, and yeah. then I I'm not on camera. Right, you're before you're just keeping the audience all geared up. You're the foreplay yeah. to laughs. I'm the foreplay yeah. to laughs, and yeah. uh, it. It was really funny because I was doing the warm-up for The Hall, and um, Pete Davidson was backstage, which he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, he's my ex-boyfriend. And, uh, <laughs> Is that right? No. <laughs> I didn't know that. He, everybody's <laughs> nailed him, so it's not a surprise. Get in line. Hey, I am older, and he does like the <laughs> the older gals. But um, I get backstage, and Pete Davidson is back there with Jon Stewart, and Jon Stewart was like, dude, you're so funny. And Pete goes, I told you I know him. Yeah. I, he's like, I told you, John. Yeah. This guy. It was so funny as the warm-up guy to, like, I was did such a good job that Pete Davidson was like, 
like claiming me. Yeah, you got well. You got to be careful with that. Oh yeah, that only lasts a few weeks, and then he moves on to the next comedian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're hot now, but just think about that. Just watch so out. You're warming up shows for like that. Sounds like a show that didn't need warm up. You got Pete Davidson, John Stewart on there. Yeah, it was Pete Davidson, uh, John Stewart, uh, Jeff Ross, Chelsea Handler, Jesus. Uh, John Mulaney, and then Dave Chappelle was the surprise one at the end. He, he honored Richard Pryor, and, and you are warming up the crowd for that. That's yeah. intimidating. I was warming up the crowd. It's funny because I'm friends with all those guys, and because like you know, comedians. Yeah. Yeah, hang out. We we all hang out, and we've all done the worst gigs in Dayton, Ohio, or whatever yeah. it is. And um, but I told my fiance that like I'm friends with all these people, but she she was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're backstage, and Dave Chappelle's like, hey, Pete, how you been? Oh my God, is this the gal you you've been talking about? And Nicole's like, all of his stories are not lies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he tells truths. He tells truths. How about that? Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, and what's the what's the one you've done that like? Because Gary Cannon comes in here, and I love it. He's an opener and a warm up guy, and fearless. Oh. That's his job. Yeah, fear. like that's cool to him. Absolutely, like doing warm up stuff. And I'm somebody that I've done minimal warm up. So the, my first warm up gig was the roast of Alec Baldwin for Comedy Central. That man, used, don't you wish they'd do that again? Uh, th- the new not material. Even, <laughs> yeah, they're not even a network. Oh my! Oh yeah, yeah roast the, yeah. Alec oh, Baldwin. Oh yeah. yeah. We need um, to do a reshoot. Yeah, That's you, what we you call just it. shot yourself in the <laughs> foot oh face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who would breach that first? Like, who goes right in? I mean, you just get a bunch of killers. Oh, you know, Nikki Glazer would be right oh. there just oh, hammering. Amazing. The guy. Yeah, I would Everyone like to do would another be one. Him, hand him guns. I, mean, I want to do an do OJ roast. Is it safe? Like, he's out and oh. about. Let's roast. And I think he's oblivious. He would take the jokes. You know that OJ, at some point, for a private country club event, has gotten roasted. Absolutely. And and somebody has it on at least, like, audio yeah i would love to hear that audio. it'll come out when he dies oh like, yeah finally that because people will like i didn't want to know that they were associating with oj yeah be great are lily, lily tomlin and jane fonda was that a fun gig it was a fun gig yeah. there i mean they were like old and drinking <laughs> you know <laughs> like they're at the age where yeah. they're like they don't care nobody knows if you're senile or if you've had three martinis <laughs> so uh which by the way i said that joke and i i feel like uh I feel like most of my neighbors in Scottsdale can relate. That's right. Yeah, they're around. Now you're in Scottsdale a lot of the time. You've got a place here. Yeah. Yeah. In, and in that's, old, old Town, appropriately named. Yeah. Because <laughs> you now have old people all around you. And you said you bought a meth lab. Uh, yeah. We, um, so I bought a place that's above our current place that uh, the guy before, he was he was a meth guy, which yeah. uh, I believe your producer said uh, when we were walking here, uh, there's like a one in three chance of buying a meth lab. Uh, if you Where does he get really, that stat? I that's totally made up. It's totally made up. 33% of homes in Phoenix are not meth labs. I don't know. Well, he came that's from a, Maricopa. That's a ridiculous that. comment. <laughs> don't listen to his statistics. That is... Yeah. Did you say it too, or did you? Okay, that's just ridiculous. I heard he works for Remax. I heard that. <laughs> One in three homes yeah. are not meth labs. There, but. there was a there was a hot air balloon in the parking lot that he came here on. <laughs> and, yeah, he, follow me to the worst houses in the world. Yeah, he's the Remax guy. I don't know where he got that. I apologize for the false information. But I was worried that the place is not going to be worth very much. And now that I'm in there, and I realize that like we have to have like all the drywall scraped yeah. off and all that kind of stuff, like. I'm going to sell the drywall. I'm going to make so much money. <laughs> Just oh, smoke this. No kidding. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go on the alley. You got rock for life. But you were living underneath this meth lab, right? <laughs> I was living underneath it. So, yeah, I'm pretty healthy. Yeah, uh, but they were there. The messy people were in it. They were in it, and I actually was calling the police to get them out. No kidding. And then, 
So and our, then you bought it. And then we bought it. Nice yeah, plan. That's a baller move. Right? <laughs> that is a, that's that's an alpha move. Yeah. Uh, you're living in prison. So now uh, you have upstairs your- and downstairs. <laughs> now we have the upstairs and the downstairs, which I don't know, like, if you know what it's like to live underneath a meth lab. But, uh-huh. like, have you ever, did you ever have bunk beds with, like, an older brother or yes, like a young brother no. on the top bunk that peed the bed? Oh, you God. Know? That's basically, that was me. Yeah, yeah Brady right. was the peer. All right. So imagine living underneath the kid that the pees the bed but it's meth juice that's <laughs> what was happening to our place and so that was they why were leaking meth juice into your uh condo yeah huh. and like i said i'm all right and, and instead uh, of buying a different condo you stayed in the meth juice leak and bought the meth juice yeah and so you own it all now we own it all uh, yeah. the dreams meth of over Pete, here Pete Lee yeah. is, that's I, smart this is are you gonna rent it out or are you gonna make it into one we're giant gonna, unit. One giant uh, former meth place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, there are companies. If, if anybody wants to reach out to me, my email is pete at peatley.net. If anybody does this, there are the companies that literally go in and they like they remove everything. They demeth it. They demeth it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a lot to demeth. Because everything that's been like affected has to go. Yeah, carpet, floor, walls. Yeah, this is that. very West Coast. Like my condo is going through a detox. <laughs> <laughs> it like totally needs to detox right yeah. now. <laughs> and you're going to keep it and then like love it. What about the yeah. needle yeah. wall? Yeah. The needle still wall. Keeping that up yeah. there. I mean, that actually sounds like something that would be at this radio station. Yeah, we, like, we have that next to the guitar <laughs> wall. There'd just be like a needle. With yeah, all the one that took out the last. Like, this yeah. is the one that got uh, you know whatever yeah. Keith Moon. I don't know if he was shooting him or not. We're trying to name a name where the listeners won't be upset and yeah. cancel us. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't like Amy Winehouse's needles aren't coming in here. We don't play her music. Yeah, it would be good. a good one for needle wall. Yeah. yeah, well, congratulations. I didn't realize the statistics were that high, and 33% of all houses are <laughs> Yeah, it's official. Left, yeah, it's official. Yeah, if Toledo said Toledo, so, geez. you know it for sure. Yeah. I want to, I, I can't talk about the thing you brought up that you just taught me. Oh. But I was talking about my uh, first wife, and that I'd been oh. divorced, and you brought up a thing called an anti-disparagement. Yeah, I can say that I have. So in my first or in my first divorce, I've only had one so far. So far. Yeah, uh, I I am engaged. So it's going to happen again. (laughs) It's going to happen again. You know, the key to divorce is marriage. Yeah. So once you get that, you're on the right track. You can't have the one without the (laughs) other. Right. Exactly. It's the leading leading cause of divorce. Exactly. And so in when I got divorced, I have an anti disparagement clause. So I can't into a microphone or a camera. I can't disparage her. You can't say anything bad. I can't say which I have no. Nothing bad to say. You oh, know? you don't? I, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. How much do you lose if you goof? Um, I think at all. I she would take the my meth, meth lab. lab. Yeah, you could lose your new meth lab. Is that right? So yeah. she's does she keep an eye on it? Do you think? Probably. I oh, mean, man. If, if I was to gain from that financially, I would probably keep so an eye on that. You, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I don't even know what I do. Cause Where I, is this sweet, sweet lady? No, don't though. bring her up. Don't even talk about it. I, I I mean, hopefully burning in hell, but the, <laughs> that's not a disparagement. Or that That's not a disparagement. That's I want her to be warm. Uh, I want her to be warm and Yeah, that's lovely. Happy. Actually, it's a nice thought. Good climate. Yeah. yeah. It's not disparaging her. It's a wish you have for her to be comfortable. Exactly. I heard it that way. I want way. her I back to you up. Yeah, like a heating pad. Yeah. That's what I want. So, you know, my ex-wife was in the World Trade Centers. Oh, so I'm mad at Bin Laden for two reasons. Oh my God! <laughs> I can disparage her all day. Like all I think of is the time I had to buy my own house back from myself. It's like if you could have gotten one more, I wouldn't have had to deal with any of this. Free? Yeah, it would have been oh, free and clear. Oh my God! I just signed my first. Like I, I just signed a, a mortgage, and so yeah. I can't even imagine doing a mortgage from yourself on your own house. On your own house, you buy it back from somebody. 
who was supposed to be in the building. Oh, I know. Oh my God, I bet there are ruined. A bunch, there are a bunch of a bunch of guys, a bunch of people. Uh, there are rich ladies too that probably have to pay palimony. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to some total wimp. Uh, by the way, if you're out there getting palimony, Jesus, you know. Well, actually, good uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, good for you. We yeah. love that for you, buddy. Yeah. We're way to go. Yeah, we're we're Loser. male activists. Yeah, that's right. You should get yours. Men's rights. Yeah, that's why I always tell. I always say to people, divorce. Like the the subtleties of it are. Uh, actually, not subtle at all. Whenever you hear women talk about divorce, they say, "What did you get?" Yeah. And a man, what did you lose? Uh huh. Because women gain and men lose in divorce. That's just the way it's set it's up. It's the way it's set up. Yeah. And did you lose a lot? I lost a lot. Yeah. And um, I legally can't say what she did, but it was horrible. I yeah, I paid a lot of money to her uh, to be not uh, to be a great person. Is what I'm <laughs> I, paid a I lot. want this. This was a this, so after the divorce. She's like, and you can't ever talk about me. Yeah, and you had to sign that. I had to sign. that. Did you fight it at all? Uh, I tried, but she worked for a law firm. Oh, you so, lose uh, a The advice that you Screw got is like it's going to yeah. take a lot of money if you want to. Yeah. yeah, she's a lawyer, and you're a dopey pun salesman. This is over. You lost that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. it was not good on my part. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think that through. No. When I was getting Oof, into it. Man, it well, was, now if you wrote things down and I said them as me, could we disparage her that way? Yeah, actually, I did a roast. If anybody wants to look up uh, on YouTube, it's me versus Aaron Berg. It's like back in 2015. Uh, and he roast like we he roasted me, but he did a lot of jokes about my ex wife nice. that were true. <laughs> and um, so, if anybody wants to go on YouTube, so it can be done uh, in like a adjacent to you. I didn't say it. Like I can roast her. Somebody, I don't even know her. Somebody was being mean to me. That's about, right. About it's terrible. What? what yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember being on stage because I had no idea that he was going to say those things, and I knew that it was being live streamed on YouTube. And right. I was like, I was, I was laughing so. This, my friend was destroying me, and you know, just, through her, through her. Oh. And just like basically just saying all these disparaging, you know, unmasculine things to me yes. about like, you know, well, if, if a woman did that to you, you suck, you know, and blah, blah, right, blah. Right. But I was I was like crying, laughing, just knowing that it's the first time that it's kind of got it was out. out. Yeah. So your story got it's like told. a weight lifted off the shoulders. Right. Of the- it was such a girl. It was Man. such a weight. Would yeah. you sign that again? If this particular ASU girl didn't work out, would you do an anti disparagement or you got to let um, loose next time? No, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can't do this to yourself twice. Oh, I mean, this is just God. This is grim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, we got to deal with reality, Pete. You're yeah. a dreamer. I well, I love Nicole so much. I'd never want to disparage her. <laughs> oh God, I no, almost threw up. No matter what. <laughs> so, what's the prenuptial look like? Yeah. Do you have a prenup? <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Oh God, oh, God, but, man. But she. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I get in front of a microphone and I just tell the truth. But like, I now have a little bit of money and I'm making right. money. Um, uh, I've uh, sold out the last 15 weeks that I've done on the road, which Glorious. is really great. That's uh, awesome, and that's phenomenal. But she works in tech and she's good at investments. She's literally an economics major. Oh, geez. So she doesn't want to do a prenup. And I was like, okay, like you probably have a little bit more money than me. <laughs> You're not a comedian that so, lost everything yeah. during the pandemic. <laughs> That's true. So you've got somebody who's actually ahead of you. But I think chances she's are you're going to pass her. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. I, Equally yoked right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I Oof. think possibly I'll pass her, but. I don't know. The the fact that she this is horrifying. The, the, honestly, even just the fact that she believes in me that I'll pass her yeah. like means a lot to me and That's I don't nice. want to do That's it. That's a nice now. thing. Having somebody believe like that. Yeah. Yeah, until they don't. 
Yeah, until they don't. And you're saying, do I can't talk job. about her papers. Make it happen. I yeah. actually want to. Uh, the anti-disparagement thing is that's the first I've ever heard of this. It's well, a lot of yeah, ever. a lot of people have it. I um, uh, a friend of mine who's an entertainer, he also had to sign that, and he's just like this. It's so hard because well, and most of the time they're not saying anything just because they're going through it. Oh, I'll tell and you, anything that. can be held against you that you say. I wasn't yeah, even that sometimes. mad when I got divorced. It was fine, but the disparagement part got me through it. Yeah, it, like that was the best part of it was all the jokes that we created from it. Yeah, and venting all that oh, anger, awesome. and also like the, I'm a believer that there are actions, and one of the consequences is that if you're a scoundrel to somebody, right. that they're going to talk about it. Yes, that's one of the reasons why you don't do some of those things that my ex did not do. <laughs> <laughs> well done. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. <laughs> Perfectly said. Yeah. Yes. He knows how to weave around. Exactly. Yeah, he's, brilliant. Brilliant. He's, he's a pro. <laughs> because you don't want people to talk. And, right. And yeah, I, 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 so privately, I was at a lot of dinner tables with oh, friends sure. just venting. Disparaging but, away. And it was very a lot of specials for oh. other comedians. Yeah. But the jokes <laughs> that you come up with are so good. Yeah. But it's, you can't use them for like financial gain. Can't use it. Oh. At, at one point, I was developing a pilot for uh, for NBC. This was pre-pandemic, so my pilot was going down the road. And then, uh, when the pandemic started, they canceled all the pilots. So, like, yeah. I was the COVID canceled like a big part of my career. Your but life got canceled. Like my life got right. canceled. But also, maybe that's a gift because if I would have had a sitcom right now, nobody watches sitcoms. Like, did that's I want? Right. Did I want to have the last sitcom? No, ever. No. You don't want to be on NBC sitcoms right now. No, you right. don't. Like they. I, I get more views on a TikTok yeah. than my sitcom <laughs> would have gotten. Right. It, everybody's – people watch stuff. They still watch a lot of stuff, but they watch it on the toilet. Like right. they're watching Netflix – they're binging Netflix yeah. on the toilet, and that's why they have that hemorrhoid. You know? <laughs> that's right. They're sitting too long, pushing. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're really pushing, or they're not. I don't know. But, but anyway um, – uh, I had an NBC pilot where the subject matter was going to be this, you know, what happened in my divorce. And, yeah. and NBC was like, don't worry, we got lawyers that are better than her lawyers and we'll cover it. Because they no, wanted. So they, they could let loose with it. They wanted the story. And I was like, okay. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, this is finally going to be settled. And yes. I can finally talk about it because NBC's lawyers. We'll you know, pay for it. Yes. Yeah. They, they were going to go to my ex and be like, boom, boom, boom. Shut up. <laughs> 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 little peacock at her door. Peacock. You're done. That'd be great. <laughs> so what you're saying is, peacock oh, over there. oh, absolutely. Just flood her front yard with peacocks. <laughs> yeah. and ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Uh, but so what you're saying is, if I'm hearing you right, is yeah. that you had this all planned out and then uh, that horrible ex of yours started COVID to stop you. She started COVID. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm hearing from yeah, you. Yeah, wow. that's, uh, wait, that's a disparagement. Yeah, no, um, no, I said it. I, I think she was the original, like the origin. Hey, your theory, uh, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, she <laughs> uh, she was. Uh, Interesting theory. Yeah, it's a great theory. 
Yeah. What a horrible human being Can't to start a worldwide pandemic just to keep you from having a sitcom. Yeah. I was that little that. shop she had set up in the wet market. <laughs> right. And, you know. Yeah. When, when she French kissed that bat, it Pete was Lee's crazy. bat emporium. It's just a terrible thing that she did. Wow. Yeah. She traveled over there still having uh, my last name. She was like, yes. hey, my last name fit Lee. right in. She got right into the wet market. <laughs> got a license. It was very covert. Mrs. Lee started her bat stand. Mm-hmm. That happens every day over there. Mrs. Yeah. Lee's bat stand. Right. <laughs> it was great. Wow. Well, and you want to get married again? I do. It's. Genius. I mean, it's. I didn't want. Like, remember the last time I was here? I was single. Yeah. Like, if you would ask me, if you would have asked me the last time that I was here, do I want to get married again? I'd be like, no way. And then that night, like, hit it and quit it. Yes. And then that night, I was like, I want to hit it and commit to it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're not. You're not one of those. You're not a filth monger, though. I don't uh, think you lived that life. You know? No, I'm not. I don't think you'd be good at that. But I like I went out like the after this show the last time yeah. I went to the store and I bought Trulies. You know, like, yeah. I, bought, I bought I bought sodas the girls would like with vodkas in it just in case a You're gal came a over. You're setting trap. Yeah, I was <laughs> in case I was hopeful yeah, that right. I would meet Nicole, yeah. and I and did. You did. I did. No, she wasn't married before. No, she's is, you're her first time. She's a, got a clean record. Man, I'm impressed. This <laughs> she, is awesome. She has no kids. Uh, she's uh, she's financially responsible. Uh, she she had a uh, she has a dog okay. that she thought was a liability because she's like, well, you travel and I have this French bulldog. She is the cutest French bulldog yeah. that is now my best friend. See, his, his, this this whole thing because you're sweet. You're a kind human being. Mm-hmm. So I'm just no, I'm just waiting for the news to break. Oh, like the, the truth well, about leaves, Pete Lee. The truth. Yeah, like what is what is the what is your darkness? Um, uh, if anybody tries to touch my service animal, <laughs> and I did not <laughs> authorize it. It clearly says no petting. It clearly says no petting. And why did you try to pet my dog? Pet rage. Can you not read? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that you have a dark dark side. So that means you're the most disturbing person in the world in your private life. Yeah, I, I've been joking about this on stage about how like uh, like uh, like I have friends that are like activists. I don't know if you know yeah. any of those. It's like real popular right now. Um, <laughs> It's like being emo back in the day, but now people do activism. <laughs> actually do stuff. And I have friends that they're like, if you're not angry, you're part of the problem. And I'm like, I'm on so much Zoloft. Like, like <laughs> you're drugged out of activism. Yeah. I couldn't, like, I can't be, I don't know. I Like, I'm on Zoloft for anxiety, but it's also an antidepressant. So I've yeah. always been happy, but also just kind of nervous. And now I'm just, I'm not nervous and I'm even happier. <laughs> so I'm just annoyed. So why be mad why be about mad? anything? Does anything make you mad? What's the last thing you're like, that? That just pisses Pete Lee okay, off. Okay, this does involve uh, the service dog. So okay. for this is the thing that sets me off at the air. Like, so at airports, at the front of the airport, uh, if the ticketing person, like, uh, if they give me grief about my service. So I had to go through, um, like, the Department of Transportation, right. like, all this stuff. Is the French Bulldog the service dog? So it's, is, it's, yeah. it's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. It, well, it's not really a service dog. All right. So I can, <laughs> I can go into detail about how he's a real service animal. Yeah. So I have a stalker that um, – I don't know if you know a stalker. He's just a guy that tried to kill me a bunch of times. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got that. Yeah, right. That yeah. doesn't piss you off. It was just that. But So I I did have a little bit of PTSD from him trying to kill me a bunch. Did uh, he ever get close to succeeding? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> what? I'm, so I'm a black belt in taekwondo. Nice. Which, um, so like people wouldn't expect me to be a fighter, but – 
so I fought him off, and I'm okay. Oh, you physically got into yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. Um, and now I, so I'm a black Let's belt. Let's force the heavy Zola. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I, uh, the police, they were like, you should get guns, because, you know, like, he can't come in, you know, so I, I'm a gun owner, right. so you wouldn't guess that. By Heavily me. armed Taekwondo black belt Peatley. Yes, yeah, see, this On is heavy the, meds. Yeah, this I'm I didn't expect. On. Yeah, yeah, heavily medicated, <laughs> and uh, can't disparage people. A lot of rage inside. Go touch on. the dog, yeah. you're going to catch some lead. Don't touch his French bulldog, you're going to catch Heavily medicated one. Tra- gun yeah. owner. Yeah, oh yeah. It's great. It's great. This is exactly what America needs. Keep you going. live by a school. Because I, I can't be close. Oh, my God. This, yeah. this is going to be my sitcom, Heavily yeah. Medicated Gun Owner. <laughs> right. That's going to be my show. Yeah. That, that should be my podcast. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, I legitimately went through all the steps. I got him trained. Uh, he, you have to, like, go through certification with the Department of Transportation. Right. Where, like, just like how I have a TSA pre-number, my dog has, like, a... Like a TSA number. He's got a ticket. He's got a ticket. According to Steve-O, it was really easy. Yeah, Steve-O had it across oh, really? the 25 world. bucks yeah. or 35 bucks. But you went through the proper channel. I went through the, Well, that's true. Yeah. I'm also guessing that uh, Steve-O is Steve-O. Yeah. And I feel like like he he's a, he's like a normal guy. He's a real sweet, normal guy that, you know, eats worms from other countries. <laughs> yeah, right. But he like, gets a tapeworm on purpose, and that's right. why he's so shredded. But, uh, <laughs> but fact, yeah, fact. He's actually a, true. He's a really great guy. I know him. I love yeah. him. But Steve O would forget that he's Steve O, and I bet he'd be like, "Hey, Department of Transportation, can I get my service dog?" And they'd be like, "Steve O, we love yeah, you." That's true. Um, Here's twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. Just get it through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got one. But uh, so yeah, I got them all certified. But when you check into airports. Uh, they always go like, sir, you don't have your service dog in the computer. And I've now had it so many times where they don't have him in the computer, but it's literally just on the next screen yeah. that I'm like, I'm like, no, go to the next screen. I'm you like, just know I, how it works. I literally know what their screen looks like <laughs> because I've done it so many times and I've had helpful people tell me how to get another person right. there. And if you tell somebody like, like if right now I was like, Hey, uh, I'm going to take control of your mouse. Right. Uh, they get mad at you. <laughs> yes. Nobody likes that. They don't like that. Um, but that's what I do at the airport. You just grab their mouse and do it for them. I don't touch their mouse cause I don't want to end up <laughs> yeah. on a no mouse list. <laughs> right. You're not going to fly because of that. Yeah. But the French bulldog somehow or another keeps you from feeling anxious about the guy who's trying to kill you. Yeah. Well, he's a really good guard dog. Like we've had it a couple times where the guy came around the house, and w- it's the middle of the night, and my dog just why isn't he in up. jail? Uh, the jails are filled with scarier people, <laughs> so they just have to let him loose. <laughs> yeah, in COVID, the jails filled up, and then they didn't. So he's he's like uh, he still has a criminal trial where he's oh going to go, uh, hopefully, to jail or prison. Yeah. How and how did you find out yeah. you had him? Because um, I've had a stalker once before, and it's the creepiest way to, like, finding out was the weirdest part. Yeah, well, he was a guy that was send, sending me a lot of, like, I love you messages. Um, literally, like... Uh, it's not Jimmy Fallon, is it? It's totally Jimmy <laughs> I Fallon. I thought it was Jimmy Imagine Fallon. if my stalker was like, hey, B, hey, just love you. Uh, oh, my God, I think you're the greatest person in the world. We, we, we <laughs> want you to come on the show in eighth time. We, we love you. This week. Yeah, Billy, that's how you do it. Can Blake come over? Yeah. And Blake Shelton's always there in the window trying to pull him away. It's the oh. same, just the Tonight Show's following you around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I can't imagine that someone would like, they just attack you with the I love yous, and then next thing you know, you're in a fist fight, and he sticks around. Yeah, doesn't Blake Shelton have a song, Don't You Want to Stay Here a Little While? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. yeah. Don't you want to hold each other tight? Isn't that a, one of his, I don't It's know. him. Uh, but yeah, 
I yeah, it's it's um, it was one of those things where he started giving me gifts. He like I'd wake up and he was just on the side porch of my house. Um, oh, and uh, you broke up with him. Well, he said, this has got to stop. I yeah. told him, I was like, hey, stop messaging me like that. And yeah. then he was like, hey, you should really read my Instagram messages. And he had a he had a gun in his belt, and he, like, lifted up his shirt. And I was at, like, your, at your house? At my house, oh, yeah. And geez. then I was like, okay, it's on. I'm going to be litigious about this. Yeah. I've only followed the proper channels. That's that's, that's all I've And the one done. time you kicked his ass. Uh, well, I mean, I defended myself. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you should. I, and, and did you get a thorough sh- few good shots? I mean, I legally probably shouldn't talk about it. Okay, but, I got you. Um, <laughs> you got a lot of fun. Can't talk about but, it. Yeah, I've... Uh, Was he at least a little bit bloody? I Maybe mean, he fell down. It wasn't you. But did he leave like, oh, he's injured. I don't know how that happened. I mean, you can say it, but... Uh, he was I, bloodied and you got him good. This is a part of an active court case. <laughs> okay, yeah, we shouldn't <laughs> so be talking about wanna, it, but I'm excited to know the details. Uh, can I tell you this? Uh, he, I went on the bonfire with Dan Soder yeah. and Big J. Okerson, yeah. and I talked about uh, some of the stuff that happened just in our restraining order thing. So like, yeah. I talked about real things that had happened. I talked about how he's a rich kid, how his dad's a scumbag, how yeah. his dad's been bankrolling all of his court cases since he's been 16 years old. Uh, he's been stalking women. He's sexually assaulted women. He's like You're not re- the only one. He's a really bad guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, even his own parents had a rest- have had a restraining order against him. Uh, but yet his dad keeps bankrolling keeps him? Keeps bankrolling him. And I don't know what that is psychologically, but I went on the bonfire and I talked about what a scumbag him and his daughter his- – his dad is, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't name them by right. name, uh, so technically it wasn't a disparagement or whatever. And right. I also only said things that were true that have that have been. That no, you're not saying he and Stalker and me and your ex-wife, right? No, no okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure yeah, that you haven't yeah, failed yeah. this whole thing yeah. to just be an attack on her. Yeah, this is not an attack on yeah. her. Um, Unbelievable! Uh, How long is it but, going on? Um, so this has been going on since 2020, and. Um, but when I went on, right the, when you lost your pilot, right when I lost my pilot, so it was a good year. <laughs> it was a great. Year. It was a good year. The you might have had ended. the worst uh, pandemic. You got some experience. gifts out of it. Wow. I got some gifts. You know, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> That's right. Working the Tempe Improv this That's weekend. Right. I might be in a theater. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't happen to you. It happened for you. It happened for me. Yeah. But so in the so I had to go get a re up of the restraining order and. Uh, this kid and his dumb dad, they came to the courtroom with a tape recorder and they – at the end of the thing – so I don't know if you know how courts work, but you can't introduce new evidence late. It's right. not like a court show. Right. It's not like television. So at the last minute in the in the restraining order trial uh, or hearing, they like they were like, we have a recording that's going to blow this wide open. Yeah, they was, tried to Perry Mason it. They tried to Perry Mason it and – it was me on the bonfire oh. trashing him and his dad. And at this point, the judge had already had enough of the kid and the dad. Right. Like the, this kid's such a scumbag. This guy had a whole screen in front of him of all the bad things that this dumb kid has done in wow. his life. And by the way, I'm saying he's a dumb kid. He's 30. I was going to say, I was asking, I was going to ask. Him. Yeah. He, uh, um, same age as your, uh, engaged. Yeah. 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 It's a good age. So for you're, you're good hanging around that, it's that a, group. It's yeah. a good age. That generation yeah. treats you well. So, um, Anyway, so the judge is so spiteful towards this this idiot that he actually lets it play, and he lets the interview play in its entirety. And the judge is laughing so hard that he's crying right. tears. Great. And Big J and Dan, they're talking about all the different ways that I could kill this guy, right. like, and they're going into fantastical stuff. And I am I'm like trying not to just wheeze with laughter. Yeah. In the courtroom, but it was one of the. It's great. It was one of the best moments of my life. It sounds amazing. Now, do you want to kill him? 
We got a landscaper crew out here. I think we'll take no, care of him. I want, I want him to lead a long life uh, where he uh, gets... Is where, that right that I want him to die? Where he goes through the justice system and he's rehabilitated and he lives and a good... And someday you can yeah. be friends He lives on the a porch. good life as an honest man. Yeah. That's what I want to happen it, to it, That is a good dream, Pete Lee. Yeah. I appreciate your, no. your honesty. On I do not yeah. want him to be impaled on a spike like in a horror movie. By you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that would be the worst possible thing that could happen is that, yes, he was impaled on your new fence that fit, yeah. the, the bulldog pushes down and he runs yeah. through, like the beginning of Bravehearts fights. Which, yes. by the way, Diesel only dreams of murder. Like, we went on a walk <laughs> this morning. He, Diesel, he wants to snuggle and murder only those two things. Yeah. And when he's on a plane, when he puts on that service jacket, he's like, no murder. I got no murder. No <laughs> he knows murder. not to murder on the plane. <laughs> he gets treats for not murdering. And, uh, yeah, the, I'll tell you, uh, I don't know how much time we have. But, uh, got to make it quick because I'm way behind because you're fascinating. Go oh, ahead. God. Um, well, I got into uh, an argument with a flight attendant because she – she came over and started petting him. Like he, he was in yeah, my lap. That. I was getting him situated. And I was like, hey, you can't pet him. He's got patches all over him that say you can't pet him. Right. And she goes, I pet all the dogs. And I was like, well, you don't pet my dog. Right. And like right away we're, you know. You're she, a fight. I set her off. So she grabs my dog's face and she kisses him on the mouth. And this is uh, this is like a big, ugly, gross lady. <laughs> and, and like we still are technically in COVID, right? right. Like, don't give my dog COVID right. and give it to me. And uh, and I, I was like, don't touch my dog. I was like, right. do not kiss my dog. And at this point, other people around me are going, don't touch his fucking It was close. Here's but, uh, some yeah. more Zoloft. Just in case, yeah. don't touch his effing dog. Yeah, don't touch. Don't touch. Uh, yeah, the friendly dog. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Right. I got so fired up. No, uh, you're fine. See, I like it. This is the evil side of Pete Lee. Yeah. All right. So don't touch – they're like, don't touch – this flight attendant comes back over and then grabs my dog fa- dog's face and does it again. And then my dog literally tries to bite her Good. face. Tries to bite the – like, he's like – Yeah. The dog's like, enough, you know. Right. Like, and it picks up your vibe. Yeah. yeah it picks up my vibe. And she's ugly. So, he's been trained well. Yeah, she's ugly. Yeah. yeah. If it, she was pretty, you'd have allowed it. Maybe. You know, <laughs> if she would have gone to ASU. That's uh, right. <laughs> so then uh, the the flight attendant goes to the gate agent and is like, we need to get this guy and the dog off the plane. So she tries to put me on a no-fly list because my dog uh, tried to bite her. Well, the dog only bites people that the, the her face was on the dog's that face. Looks it's less than one That's with dogs. Move. You don't put your face in their face. Yeah, so the ticketing agent uh, comes down, interviews everybody around me, and decides that the flight attendant is culpable. Fire. So I write this big, like, I'm like Mr. Johnny Review. I'm, I'm like on my phone going, and my dog and my service animal. And I become that lady that drives a Subaru. Yeah. Same haircut. Yeah, I have the same haircut. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a life you're living. Yeah, so that got me real angry. So yeah. you asked what makes yeah. me angry. That, that that's got do a it. lot of things that you need to man. Give me some Zoloft just from hearing your exactly. stories. Exactly. Holy yeah. cow! Well, I hope you. I hope somewhere along the lines, your stalker is killed. Oh uh, well, for your sake, for your safety. Well, I hope I kill at the ten p.m. That's what my next. <laughs> my ne- you got ahead of me, Pete Lee, because tonight you'll be doing all the killing yourself, right on stage at the ten p.m. Prov, ten p.m. Prov dot com. But yes, I hope that uh, if you do see somebody kind of lurking around. 
that a mob mentality ensues at Tempe Improv, and we take care of this. Yes, I, I and I don't, I don't think this person's going to. Um, you don't know. That's the point of a stock. I hope. Yeah, I, I hope that this person does not come around. But I hope that you do. I hope we sell the place out. I went for yeah. a run yesterday. I saw a guy on the running path. That he goes, Pete Lee. Yeah. And then three people yelled out their car window at me. They're like, Pete Lee, I'm coming to your show. That's great. So I'm hoping that if if I go on a run and that many people yelled at me, yeah. that it's going to be full. You need to be. I want to pet your dog. Yeah, you need to be <laughs> less be less comfortable with strangers shouting your name. Yeah, considering what's out there. That's oh, true. I can't imagine. Yeah, Pete yeah. Lee. What? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what? stop waving to everybody. One guy's pointing a gun at you. Yeah. I, oh, oh, there's yeah. a gun. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> he really likes. Oh, me. look at that. Those are happy bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on so much Zoloft. I'm like, oh, the, oh, this is neat. I get I to experience great. dying. <laughs> You've got uh, my hair, Pete Lee. No, I've got you in my crosshairs. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Lee is at uh, the Tempe Improv this weekend. Be safe. Be careful. Thank you. And guys. congratulations. I hope you meet your next wife tonight. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That'd be great. It happened the last. <laughs> Pete Lee, everybody. It's 98. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.